0: Edge Radio Australia is all about relationships, and we have Wayne in the old building, mate. Good to see you. Good to be here. Oh, look, you're very comfy. We're in a different studio tonight. Uh, we we're, are. We're, in, uh, we're on the comfy couches, mate. Are you You feeling comfy? You, I'm feeling like I'm in the jungle room. <laughs> you are a bit in the jungle room, actually. <laughs> Don't get too relaxed, okay? No, Can, come, no. Please, please. Actually, you're sitting up a bit upright. Yeah, lay back, get comfy, you know, just go with the feeling. Yeah, I don't want to fall asleep, (laughs) (laughs) get too comfy. You've heard too many stories about these couches. I have, oh yeah. (laughs) Hey mate, what have we got in the uh, old show tonight? Well, this is one that
1: I suppose ties in quite well with my journey and probably with a lot of people's journey Mm -hmm. and that's finding the one. The one. The right one. So I wanted to talk about the way that a lot of people are traditionally doing it Yep, and then what I realised about where that created obstacles Mm -hmm. and then about how I've created a different mindset about it.
0: Okay. And I think mindset full stop's got so much to do with it, right?
1: Oh, God, yes. It's amazing.
0: Just the the
1: thoughts and the perceptions you have about something can massively influence where you go in your journey. Absolutely.
0: All right, well, let's get into it. All right, cool.
1: So one of the, I suppose, first myths I want to bust is one that I – touched on in another show was this uh, view of a soulmate, you know, the one. And remember I was talking Mm -hmm. about the statistics Mm -hmm. of them being in the same city as you out of all the cities in the world. I love this. I love this. And and it's true. I mean, I can understand where people are coming from. Mm. They like the romantic idea that love's going to exist from the moment you meet them and and we get fed. That's from a young age. We get read the fairy tales, and the prince and the princess get married and live happily ever after. And it's a we watch the rom coms. And it's oh, look, the, it's, it's
0: definitely been my experience. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course, everyone goes through it.
0: And so that's one of the things
1: I realised, that we have that mindset hmm? that ends up letting us down and giving us disappointment and frustration because we don't find this person who fits perfectly and everything just clicks and, you know, you kiss and suddenly there's no problem. Yeah, okay. So it's one of these things where if you've got that belief or that Mm. perception you're automatically setting yourself up for failure because no one's ever going to be able to meet that standard. Are you
0: telling me there's not people out there with magic lips that the that's moment they it. kiss, no
1: come on, like Oh, no. it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on. That's it. so and true, it, it? and that's it's sad that people have that belief because they mm. get disappointed and then they get disillusioned and they get frustrated and then it becomes harder for them. Yep. And they're just setting themselves up for a world of frustration. Totally agree with you. And that it's one. it's just nuts. So those sorts of um, attitudes can create problems. Mm-hmm. And the other one is as well, is a lot of people go and meet someone mm-hmm. and they organise a date and they go in with all of these expectations that, again, set them up for a world of frustration and disappointment and... Okay. Anger and all of these sorts of got, things. Got some examples of that? Absolutely. Here's what, this is a one. I was literally telling someone this story yesterday, mm-hmm. where I have a number, a couple of meetup groups. Sure. And for those of the people listening who've never heard of meetup, it's an online social. Yep. Group. So, if you're into something like, say, crocheting, you can start a meetup group about crocheting, and then anyone that's interested in it can join. You all get together and crochet and drink tea and whatever you're going to do. How did
0: you know about my secret little life? Uh, okay. sh- I've seen the photos.
1: <laughs> and with my meetup groups, one of the things I had um, evolved from someone not believing that the opposite gender had a particular attitude towards something. Mm -hmm. So I started this event called Burning Questions. Okay. So what it is, people rock up and I give everyone a few slips of paper Yep. and you say, I am a man or a woman Mm -hmm. and I want to ask the men or the women this question. Right. And they write it down and then they hand it to me so I've got this wad of slips of paper and I read them out so no one knows who's asked the question. Okay. So it's completely anonymous and they can ask literally anything. Mm. All right? And... We've had some amazingly hilarious and awkward questions (laughs) that we discussed. I bet you have. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the ones we had, which was a fairly innocuous question, Mm. what's your biggest frustration with dating? And the crowd that I had with us was about six blokes and about 14 women.
0: Right. right, So fairly uneven numbers. (laughs)
1: Okay. And this young fella who was, I think, late 30s, early 40s, Right. said, the biggest frustration I have with dating is I take a woman out on a date and I buy her a meal and I buy her, her drinks and at the end of the night she won't and I went, whoa, 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 whoa. You might want to stop right there. Okay. Because if you say what I think you're about to say, I won't be able to protect you from those women. <laughs> exactly. You know, right. they outnumber me way too much. Oh, look, I don't know who's more frightening right now. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah. So I was shocked and appalled that someone could still, in our modern age, have that attitude that someone
0: owes them something. because you, you, I thought there was going to be a punchline here. I thought, there's no way in my mind that I thought he would say that. Are you serious? That's yeah, what he was thinking. that's,
1: that's the wow. attitude he had. Wow. And I've spoken to lots of women who mm-hmm. insist that when they go on a date with a bloke, yep. they pay their share because mm-hmm. they don't want him to have this belief sure. that they owe him something. Okay. So there's people that have these perceptions and these expectations mm-hmm. that create a lot of stress and anguish for people. Okay. So you end up with these multitudes of people that want to go on a date, they want to find a partner, they want to be loved, they want to have someone to love – They've just got to go through this baptism of fire yep. where I have to go on this date with these various people and risk all of this bullshit I've yeah, got to deal yep, with yep. just to get to where we all ultimately want to be. Yep. So I've been through all of these things. I didn't have those expectations, though, that they owed me anything. Sure. However, I still had the expectations of... Oh, I'll find someone who's right. Sure. And I met via dating apps and matchmaking services and all of this Mm -hmm. sort of thing, some lovely ladies. Yeah, okay. You know, you meet them and you go, you're obviously eloquent and intelligent, got a good sense of humour. I can tell, though, we're not a match. Yeah.
0: They can be awesome, but there's no chemistry. There's just not that fit. And you know what? Like every piece of Lego doesn't fit another piece of Lego. Exactly. So it was a case of...
1: That's a lot of time, energy and mm. effort wasted because you spend all that time messaging them mm-hmm. and 7% of our communication is through words. Sure. So when you're starting off with just sending emails and text messages and things like that, yep. it's very easy to misconstrue and have all of those um, crossed lines and oh, all of this sort so of true. thing. so true,
0: especially in text, let's face and, it. And Like no.
1: sarcasm, you can't do sarcasm no. in text.
0: Just assume that I'm always being sarcastic. Exactly, I think that's the safe way, right? Yeah, uh, but that's where it's hard to
1: convey quality information. Yeah. So I realised. Well, that's also a frustration, and I always encourage people when I'm mm. coaching them: don't go anywhere in their apps, don't stay away from websites, any of that swipe left, swipe sure. right bullshit. Yep. Stay away from it. It's okay. just going to lead to so much frustration. Mm. All right. And the other thing as well is a lot of people have been really scarred by relationships. Yeah. And they are getting more and more challenging Mm -hmm. because the foundations are moving. Sure. Um, Someone told me the other day it used to be you had to be in a de facto relationship for a certain period of time Mm -hmm. before they had claim to your assets. And apparently that time frame is now dramatically reduced. I was last told it's three months. It's less than that now, apparently. No!
0: Whoa! So
1: you can imagine people that are like, I want to find someone. Yep. But all it takes is someone to sort of pretend for three months. Sure. Bang, you're gone. So you can understand a lot of people's hesitation, especially if you're on in years, because you've got less time to make that ground Damn right,
0: yeah, you're in a hurry. Mm.
1: So it's a... And I've been... Obviously, divorced Twice because I'm mm. on Marriage Number 3. Sure. And Final, I must final. add. Okay, absolutely it. Final. <laughs> just um, get that on. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're definitely not ending this one. The so she's Jenny's stuck right with here, me. So, yes, exactly. You're yeah, stuck, she's stuck yeah. with me. Whether she likes it or not, <laughs> she's stuck with me. It's the old mental song. If you leave me, can I come I love that song. <laughs> it is. They write some good songs. Anyway, um, so those sorts of things are what sets people up for frustration. Mm. All right. And – The other thing as well, and from both sides of the coin, is a bloke will go out, and I'll say it from the male side first and I'll flip it over to the woman's, Mm -hmm. a bloke will go out and he will feel, okay, I want to approach women. Sure. We either have that fear of rejection, Mm -hmm. which all blokes do. Oh,
0: Absolutely. Right, we don't not want me. to get. Oh, of course <laughs> not, no, no Mister Smooth oh. as oh. Silk. Yes, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's is one of those things where it legitimately stops us from mm. going up and talk to people. Sure, and they could be a good match for us. Sure, we just That's don't so. know because we're too terrified to walk up. Yep. So some blokes think oh, I need a bit of Dutch courage.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they go and
1: get themselves a beverage, and it's been proven if you have a drink, mm-hmm. it does actually relax you because your inhibitors sure. get. Soften.
0: I actually use the term social lubricant, and so
1: it is mm. a good term to mm. use. Mm. So, because your inhibitors are down, sure, you're more likely to approach. Unfortunately, people go, "Oh, I think I might need a little bit more," and then oh. a little bit more, and a little bit more, and soon your inhibitors are right down. But yep. unfortunately, the part of you that makes the sensible decisions yep. and filters what you say mm-hmm. before you say it, sure, that thing gets shut down. So you end up with these blokes who are. They're primed and they're yep. like, yeah, I can go up and talk to them now. They're now blithering idiots Oh yeah, that say stuff that just shoots themselves in the foot and they, they've just destroyed any chance they've oh,
0: got. Oh, look, the, sometimes the beer goggles, you know, they, they just go further, let's face it. They you, do. They just, and it's not a good thing. You, you're gargling broken glass. <laughs> yeah, simple as that. That's it. And the other... Oh, I had it a
1: second and it's gone. It'll come back to It'll me. It'll come back to you. It's... The, the bloke goes up and he, he would have had a good chance. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's put him, shot himself in the foot because he'll now say things that he probably shouldn't say. Sure, I All agree right? with that. And then on the flip side, oh, that was what I was going to say, and there's other blokes who will sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait mm-hmm. and then they'll finally see someone they like the look of. you know. So they're like a, a game hunter waiting yeah. for the right one to come along. Yep. But the problem is, if you talk to a game hunter, they practice regularly. They make sure that their eye's in. You know what I mean? They make sure that they're they're ready. Good point. So a bloke goes out to talk to a woman, Mm -hmm. and then when he walks up to someone that he likes, he hasn't practiced being relaxed around them. so he still goes in all tense. So I recommend for the men, Mm -hmm. practice talking to every woman you meet. And that's what I did when I went out. I had to get comfortable talking to women. So... And on the flip side for the women, a lot of women will stand there and wait for a bloke to approach. Yeah. Sadly, though, the ones that normally approach are the ones that have had lots of Dutch courage. <laughs> so they'll come up and just bl- blabber all over them and they'll just go, God, what a pain. Yep. And they'll walk away eventually when they can. And the bloke that they did like the look of has been too terrified to approach, hasn't had any Dutch courage or yep. whatever's needed to approach and therefore that interaction never happens.
0: Mm. So true.
1: So the the things that I try to get through people's heads is avoid the drinking because first of all, if you've got the anchor within your mind mm. of I need to drink to approach, yeah, okay. that will always trip you up.
0: Uh, yeah, well, it's nervousness. That's and, basic, and that yeah. is
1: something I've... Spoke earlier, um, the last show, I think, about the being conditioned for certain things from a young age.
0: Yeah, I remember talking about
1: It's the, you get raised with adults who drink Mm -hmm. to enjoy themselves. So in your mind, you make the connection, if I want to enjoy myself, I've got to drink. That's what I need, yep. So if you remove that and then focus just on building your social skills, it becomes easier. Okay. All right? Now, for the women, what I recommend is... I always recommend women to approach the guy. Oh, bold. It's bold. There's sensible reasoning behind it, all right? And what I explain to the ladies is this. It's an empowering thing because, first of all, the woman's doing the approaching. That means she's taking the risk of rejection. Sure. And us blokes, no matter what the woman looks like, we appreciate that. So we're not going to reject the woman. We're like, you've got balls
0: approaching. Yep, yep. We're happy to talk to you. Well, sometimes that could be a turn-off. Depends on your, well, you. Well, know, if you go that but way, yeah, but exactly. that's that's another show again. But I, I will say, without any hesitation, I've been very lucky in life that sometimes I've been approached by women, and it is you just it charges you up with absolutely. energy, right? Like absolutely. How good do you feel? And it it's it is preempted. Obviously, the conversation, and you know the conversation is going to start in a positive way. Absolutely. Right? Whereas in the traditional, you know, man goes to a woman, there is that that. that fear of rejection there is the commonality of the rejection because it happens more often right statistically it's just it there's no comparison right so no i think it's a brilliant thing and i think that you're right i think it empowers women big time um and the woman's far more likely to find a suitable you know mate um because yeah she's she's taken away all the 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 dead woman. well that's that's just
1: one of the Mm. many advantages of the woman approaching So she takes away the risk of rejection. The fact that she's approaching, she must think there's something about him. So we get a little ego boost. Damn right. So again, regardless of what the woman looks like, Mm. we're like... Go me. Yeah. Go me. Yeah. You know, so we sort of feel a bit better about and ourselves. And we're
0: ego-driven, let's be honest. It's just such a Absolutely,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And sometimes we do need the big ego boost, and yeah. that is a good one to give us. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing as well, when the woman approaches, she's in control of the interaction. Okay. I okay. love that. I love that. So she can dictate how the conversation mm-hmm. starts, and yep. she can start setting the boundaries from the get-go.
0: Yep. Okay. I love that. Can we uh, – Talk about this a bit later. You know, can we have a little break? Can we have a bit of a song, mate? You you sound like we're on a date. I just need to go powder my nose. (laughs) Yeah, look, right now (laughs) I'm six inches thick on powder. That's it. uh, Yeah, quick little break. We'll be back really soon with All About Relationships on Edge Radio Australia. All About Relationships, Edge Radio Australia. We're back with Wayne and obviously with a show called All About Relationships. Guess what we're talking about, mate? Dating. Oh, what a surprise. I know. You, uh, just before the break, you, you gave some great advice. I was really um, pretty pleased with this. So pretty much you're encouraging women to approach me. I like it. Okay? Absolutely. Uh, dude, my well, girl... not just you. Uh, not just. I my, mean, oh, not
1: okay. all women should approach just you. Because no, I don't think the girlfriend would be terribly pleased. No. <laughs> <laughs> you might get stern words when you get home. Oh, lucky if they're just words, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen appliances yeah. thrown at you. So... I was talking about the things that work in the woman's advantage. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing as well, and this is really important for the ladies, so if you are listening, ladies, please pay attention to this one. Mm. I did mention how the blokes that tend to approach women are the ones that have had the Dutch courage. Sure. From a woman's point of view, the bloke comes up and he's slurring Mm. and he's saying stuff that might be inappropriate and he's being a bit creepy. If you want to avoid that... Yep. All right. If you're waiting for the good-looking bloke over there to approach you and mm-hmm. you're standing there for an hour, two hours, three hours and he doesn't approach, you've wasted all of that time you waiting. Have.
0: You have.
1: All right? So there's two ways that ladies can approach men. Okay. You can do a hard approach, mm-hmm. which is exactly what blokes do. You just walk up and start talking to yep. them. All right? Which, again, saves you the time. So you're standing there and you see this bloke standing over there and you go, he's good looking, he dresses well, he's obviously got good energy. Sure. Want to go and talk to him? You walk up, you talk to him. You've saved yourself one, two, three hours of time. You have. So you can work out, is he worth even asking on a date? Because he might look good but be a complete moron. exactly. You don't know until you've spoken to him. So it saves you a lot of time. The other one I teach my female clients Mm. is what they call a soft approach. Okay. All right? So what you do is you go up and you have a very small interaction mm-hmm. that lets the bloke know it's all right to approach you. Right. And and so remember the old days where the lady would walk past and drop a handkerchief and the yep, bloke would yeah, pick it up? and Oh, madam, you've dropped your handkerchief. It's that same principle. Okay. So the woman will walk past the bloke on the way to the bar or the toilet or whatever and she'll look at him and go, nice shirt, you must have good fashion sense, and then just keep walking. So he'll go. Oh, she's obviously friendly. She obviously is okay with talking to me. Yep.
0: Therefore, it'll be okay for me to approach her. I love this, and I'll tell you right now. I actually used to use a very similar technique myself. Oh, here we go. Uh, The secret's coming out. I used to call it the drive-by. Right. (laughs) So. And the drive-by worked really well for me. And, uh, look, being a rather sarcastic person or something and, and, like, you know... I've never noticed. Being someone who's used humour as a, as a you know, some sort of you know, patch to get yeah, through... You and a, me both, ...a yeah. rough personality, I, um, I would, what I'd do is I would walk past a girl. If I saw a girl on the other side of the room and maybe we've caught eyes or whatever the case may be, I would walk past, whatever excuse it was to go get a drink or go to the loo or whatever it is, and I would say something, and I would normally say something... Quite smart ass, okay? Something, but it had to be memorable. I would say something, you know, something funny or smart ass, those two, right? Yeah. But definitely memorable. But I wouldn't, I would just, that, I just drop it and go, right? Yep. Um, and simply go back to where I was. Now, for the next half an hour, I would watch that woman constantly looking up at me, looking at me, looking up at me, looking at up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, gotcha, right? Because yeah, because I've pricked your interest, right? Because she's thinking, exactly. okay, this. She goes, if you're going to say something smart, Alec, right? Okay, she's going to think, oh, he's a bit intelligent actually, because you know, because you know, you don't go past and you say, like, how you going, love? Right? Yeah, exactly. You, you say something intelligent, right? Okay, but generally witty. So as you go by and you do that. You lay that little, you lay that little thing, you know, that little message, if you like. Yep. And I would watch her look and look and look and look and look. And it would eventually get to the point where the next time I would walk up, mm. right, and I, and I, you know, you I, I worked rather well many times. Mm-hmm. Is you'd walk up and I'd go to the bathroom, sake, and she would step forward and put her um, hand on my arm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they would instigate a conversation that way, yep. and then we would start talking. And you know look, just music would would appear. It would be a beautiful place, right? Exactly. It worked really well. And now that wasn't confrontational, right? Yep. Now that was a way of me walking past and going, you know, what I'm not the best looking guy in the in the room here, but you know, I'm I'm funny and pretty bright, right? So if that's what you're into, that maybe we can have a conversation. But it softened things up, and then the The situation is that you are now giving the power to the woman because the woman is now looking at you. She's got the ability to make the eye contact with you yep. and then she will actually, when you walk back up, she will touch you on the arm or the shoulder or, or whatever. And you know if she's going to touch you on the upper arm, she's going for, you know, she's, she's, she's checking for muscle density, right? You know you win.
1: Well, you do have good forearms, I must say. <laughs> Thanks very much, We'll talk about that
0: later. That's it. But but uh, you know, I mean, that's something I did in my early twenties, right? And it yeah. worked for me. Um, and because I, I mean, I, I want to meet like I've always wanted interesting people in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick someone just because, oh, okay, that girl's drop dead gorgeous. Well, she could also, you know, she she might get confused in the in the shopping center, you know, concentrating looking at the orange juice. I don't know, right? Yes. Um, and we had
1: a discussion about that where someone can look really good, and yes, just there's no not, substance.
0: Not nice. So. People. Yeah, for me that little technique works because for both sides you are checking on each other's substance. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. like
1: that. So that is one I do encourage with the women. is a hard approach, mm. saves you a lot of time, keeps you in control. Yep. You know, you get a far better result. Okay. And I do have some ladies who go, no, 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 I want the bloke to approach. And it's like, well, you can't just stand there. You no. can't be passive no. because it's not going to work for you. It's, you're <laughs> going to waste a lot of time. So... That's why I encourage the women to at least do the soft approach. Sure. I like that idea. Yeah, because you can do that with multiple men mm. and then at least you're you're increasing your odds. You are. Yeah, right? yep, play the numbers. So the other thing I try to encourage clients to do, mm. and this again is it's a peripheral thing. It's a ripple effect. Okay. You do get some people that will – you'll approach them mm-hmm. and they won't react in a very nice way. Okay. All right. Now the problem with that mm-hmm. from both sides. Yeah. All right. So if a bloke approaches a woman say mm-hmm. and she says no nah, I'm not interested and he starts carrying on like a pork chop <sighs> every other woman around yep. will go if he comes up to talk to me guess what? Yep. Not a hope in Spot hell. Spot on. So therefore you ruin any chance you've got. Mm-hmm. Now, if he goes up and she says, I'm not interested, and he goes, that's cool, I can understand that, maybe but another time, have a good evening, and continues on, other women will go, well, that's a bloke that's mature and in control. Spot on. Increases your chances. If you do happen to start talking to them, other Mm. women will notice, oh, he's getting on well with her, Mm -hmm. she's enjoying his Company. Yep. If he walks up and talks to me, I'm happy to talk to him. Okay. So
0: it's one of these social proof things and the, the old ripple effect. I, I'm going to throw something in on this, and I'll Go block your it. opinion. Okay. In that situation, okay. It has been. People always want what they can't have. Okay, so the fact is, if if you're there and you're talking to a woman, other mm-hmm. women are looking at you, looking and going, "Oh, well, exactly what you're saying." If she yep. approves, right? Mm-hmm. Because right now you're kind of you're you're out of the game because mm-hmm. you're you're engaged with that person. Yep. So you know you are quite frankly you're attracting other women when you're just talking to one.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people have that exact same experience when you're looking for a partner. You're looking, 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 mm-hmm. can't find anything. Yep. Moment you find one, suddenly oh. half a dozen people interested. It's yep. like, yep, what, how does that work? Pheromones, yeah. my friend, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> it, it, what it is? It's actually the energy you put out. That's that's another show. Anyway, the other way it works is yep. if the bloke walks up mm. and the woman rejects him, but in a full-on way, yep. she's like, "Why would I talk to you?" Rah, rah, rah. Huh? Every other bloke would go. No way I'm approaching her. Karen alert. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the sad thing is, the next bloke to approach her mm-hmm. could have been the one that was right for her. Yeah. And so she's true. just
0: destroyed any chance. But this is all about being respectful, simple as that. Like, okay, if you meet someone and you're not into them for whatever reason, yep. you know what? They're still a human being. Give Absolutely. them some love, right? Just give Absolutely. them some love. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't see any point in burning you know, bridges because you're doing, it, you're doing yourself a hell of a disservice. No question.
1: Yeah. And ultimately... Every single person, even if they say they're not actively looking, they're out there looking for a partner. Sure. Whether it's actively, on the peripherals, Mm. if it happens to happen, they're still looking. Mm. And the easier it is for everyone, the better off everyone is. I agree. So if someone comes up to talk to you, don't be a shit. Talk to them for a little bit and then say, look, you seem like a lovely person, I just don't think we're a good match.
0: Yep. Yep, no, I really like that, mate. I think that, as I say, it just comes down to human decency, right? Yeah. Simple as that. And, and if they go,
1: okay, and you sort of let them down easy, mm-hmm. they're going to be more inclined to keep putting the effort in yep. and the next person they call, talk to could be the right one for them. That's so right. you, you don't want to cut short anyone's potential. Yep, yeah. So, yeah, for me, I'm just... Yeah, because of my experiences and what I've witnessed and things like that, I'm just well, very different. interesting
0: question on that. Well, I think it's interesting. Is okay. The, what about the situation when you say, you know, as a man, you walk up and you approach a woman, and mm-hmm. then the friend steps in and and tries to cut it off, right? Because mm-hmm. that seems to be a phenomenon <coughs> that you know a lot of people talk about. Um, yeah, you know, that that whole gatekeeping kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts there? Two things. Mm-hmm. I was
1: literally talking about this the other night on a coaching call. Right. Where I was talking about when you get with a partner, yep. they're a package deal. Mm-hmm. It's not just them that you're dating. So true. It's them and every other person behind them. Okay. Now, if you're looking at just, say, the parents. Yep. All right. Because some people get on with their in-laws and some don't. Very true. Now, the thing to always bear in mind, and I mean always, is that those two people have invested a bucket load of years into forming and moulding and Mm -hmm. sculpting that human being. Whether it's for better or worse, they have put a lot of effort into that human being. Yep. And they are protective
0: of it. Now, I understand that and I'm comfortable with that from a parent's point of view, or I suppose, and you could, I mean, I could see it obviously from a best friend point of view as well. Yep. But I do see this phenomenon of, of these kind of, uh, you know, a gaggle of people that are together. Yeah, yeah. And they do gatekeep like that. And, and I understand they've got years invested. But, okay, I've actually seen, look, I've, I saw a friend of mine, did, this is years ago now, and it was quite distinct. And he went and approached this girl, and they were looking at each other, and it all looked really positive. Everything mm-hmm. looked great. The friend stepped in and just smashed it, yep. smashed him down, insulted him as well, all of yep. that kind of thing, right? It was just rude, right? Yep. Now, I'm watching him, and I'm watching the girl that he was interested in, and I'm watching the sadness in her eyes, yep. because she was into him, right? Yep. Okay? But the friend had stepped in and, and, and squashed it dead. And I was just like, you know, like, what do you do? Where is the, you know, what's the secret source of that sort of situation?
1: Excellent. So, very good question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, you did preempt what I was about to say a little bit. Dave. Sorry, there we go. So I started with the parents because mm-hmm. that's th- they're the ones that are most invested no in that human. Yep. All right. When you walk up to someone, especially if you're a bloke approaching women, because women will rarely go out on their own. All right, because they have to have safety numbers, for they've sure. got to look out for each other, etc. Now, the worst thing you can do is what your mate did. Right. He walked up, started talking to the one he was interested, and he probably ignored the rest of them. Now, if that Mm -hmm. one Mm. had had a history of being ignored, that would have triggered her. Of course. All right? So the first thing she does is, what, I'm not worth talking to, and you can understand, all right, you're a bit pissed off. Sure. So for me, when I was out looking for a partner – the first and the primary thing I was working on was getting comfortable talking to women. So I didn't care who was the more attractive or the one I was more likely to be with. I went up and spoke to each of them equally. So it was easy to engage with all of them because I included all of them. So if your mate had gone up and said... Hi, my name's Jake. Oh, hi, Kate. How are you going? Oh, and who's? what's your friend's name? Oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. Oh, nice dress. I like it. That's nice. Straight away, he's getting in favour with that person. Great technique. I like All that. right? Yep. So they're going, oh, he's a nice person. Mm. And this is the thing that a lot of people don't get. Okay. They're also the ones that are judging you to make sure you're safe to date their friend. Yep, absolutely. So if you win them over and they understand, well, this person's caring, respectful, considerate, we're okay with him dating my friend or okay okay with her dating my mate. Sure. So as long as you include and remember that they're a package deal and act accordingly, you'll be okay. It's when you ignore the package that the package
0: will react. Okay. Okay. Okay, right. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm just using. I'm running back in my mind as as we're talking. I'm kind of thinking about that particular situation, yeah. and and I just found it very sad because it, it was it was oh absolutely very clearly there was just real chemistry, and, yeah. I, and there was just a nasty person there, yeah, but I, and that, and that's
1: going back to what I was talking hmm. about where if you reject someone, they're less likely to when they absolutely. would have missed it, per- yeah, and those two could have been together now and been happily married, exactly right. Dozen kids and, you know what I mean? It's, they could have been having the best life they've ever wanted. But I want
0: to make a point. I really like your technique there. I think that's really, really good. But in this particular occasion, no, it wouldn't have made any difference because you just had a hostile person. You don't know. You don't know. Exactly right. And go in there with the best of uh, intentions and you yep. get the best of results. So if he'd gone up and included her within the first couple of seconds... Yep.
1: You don't know, and it's always hard to look back on and go, would it? Wouldn't it? Who knows? Well,
0: with that fifth, if only kind of feeling, we'll have a quick break. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Got Wayne on the couch, mate. We're in the other studio, as I say. You look very comfortable. You do now. You didn't start that way, but you've eased back into it a lot. Yeah, like that. I'm struggling to stay awake. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh mate, it's just it's almost a casting couch. It's okay. You can be comfy. It'll be my first time on the <laughs> casting couch. And it'll be your last, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm oh. feeling
1: rejected now. Oh,
0: well, hey, let's talk
1: about it. Well, yeah, I suppose show, right? that ties in quite nicely, <laughs> it doesn't does. it? So um we we're talking about ways to go about dating. Yes. So there's a few Myths, again, I want to bust mm. about dating. And also some tips that will hopefully make dating easier for people. Okay. So I've already been through some of the mindset adjustments. Yep. Like when you're approaching how do you speed it up, et cetera, et cetera. So one of them I've already touched on. Yep. Make sure you go into a potential date mm. with... No expectations. Don't think this person owes you anything oh, or any of that sort of so rubbish. important, yep. Because all you're doing is getting a first glimpse of who they are as a yep. human being.
0: And I'm going to say something from the bloke's point of view that will probably make me quite unpopular, but um, I... Uh, I When I was single and dating, I found that women wanted to... Maybe it was just, again, my experience, but wanted to jump into bed immediately. Like, it was, like, ridiculous. Like, you walked up and said, Hi, I'm Aaron. They said... (laughs) (laughs) I've heard enough. Let's go. That's that's all I need. (laughs) No, no. Funny enough, it was quite the opposite, and I don't want to bore everyone with my story, but essentially... I went through experience of being single and, uh, you know, had a horrible relationship that I'd been out of. So when I started dating again, I wanted it to be a positive thing. And I was literally saying, hey, you know what, I really, I've, I've got, and I would be very honest. i say, I have a terrible habit of falling into bed with people, okay, um, and then waking up in a relationship, right? So I said, you know, I'm trying to meet someone and I want to meet them. I want to get to know them. I want to have experience them.
1: You know, going bef- against the ground there, Aaron.
0: Yeah, you I, but I, no, because I thought I just – I don't want history repeating itself, yes. okay? I do not yeah. want another relationship built on physicality, right, okay, on the physical side. So, okay, um, I, I thought I want to meet someone who I actually, you know, can build an, an emotional attachment to. So, okay, Cool. And and they'll be, oh, my God, that is so cool. You know, that's such a great thing to hear. Men don't think that way. Men certainly don't say that. Yada, 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 yada. Fantastic. And I think, okay, I've put the ground rules down. Like, okay, I've made it very clear that, you know, if we do hit it off, then I'm going to want to date you for a while before we go take it to that level. Mm. Right? And, again, this is against, like, probably the biological side of me, but the mental side saying, no, 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 do not make the same mistake again. Right? I would do that. And then I would – we'd go out on a date and then I would take that person home and we'd be at the front door and we'd be saying goodbye. And the next thing I know, I, I've all got a – there's almost a rope around me. I'm being tied in and towed inside, right? It was it was a problem, right? And then what I found is women were getting aggressive when you would actually say no. You would say, look, no, no, no look, like I said – Playing you know, hard to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And – um. They, like, almost like I was rejecting them. Now, the fact of the matter is, in that moment, oh, my God, I want to go inside like I cannot believe, right? But, okay, as human beings, we're supposed to, like, grow up and and grow, you know, our intellect, okay, and understand that our mistakes, let's not repeat them, right? And I'm trying actively to not do that. So, like, what I'm kind of asking, I guess, is, Oh, well, I, well I, I think both genders should never walk in with an expectation. I Certainly you know, not on that side of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, is this a swing in how women's mentalities are in dating? Because I found it was very clear. I literally couldn't go on a date for 12 months without that being the case.
1: Okay, so there's a number of ways I can take this, all right? Anyone can go in with good intentions. Yep. As I mentioned in our first ever show about the honeymoon period, Mm. nature causes us to ignore the not so pleasant parts of people so that we can procreate. Yep. So if someone comes in and puts on the facade of, oh, I want to get to know you, suddenly you seem more attractive. Okay. All right? So there. It was a, a run for a while of blokes that were learning the game yes yeah right? yep and if you talk to any of those blokes that preached all of that stuff mm. now they tell you it screwed them up psychologically and right? emotionally yeah wow. or they or some of them are in therapy just to deal with all the bullshit that they're now going through wow. mentally
0: okay
1: so a lot of blokes were tying in their self-worth with how many women they bedded okay you know, so until I've betted 200 women, yep. I'm I'm not a, a proper man type thing.
0: So. Well, mate, 200, you know, you've probably got a few diseases and you're walking with a limp. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that. well, that's old Gene. Was it Gene Simmons who reckons he slept with 3,000 women or yeah, 4,000 women crazy or something? it's that. just like. Are we meant to be impressed or feel sorry for you? So, Spot on. Yeah, so that's. One of those things, there's also been a shift in the energies of society Mm -hmm. which has got a number of contributing factors and the challenge we currently have is, and I have a lot of women say to me, I can't find a man. It's yes. not that I can't find a biological male or I can't find a bloke. Yep. It's I can't find a man, someone who can step into their power, yep. someone who is masculine, they're confident, they've got an opinion, they can make a decision, all of those sorts of this things. This is
0: what I'm hearing too, big time. Yeah. Yep.
1: So because of that, the women have had to step up their masculine energy, yep. which makes them more aggressive. Mm, okay. Now, this has been the go for a oh, no, number of decades now. Sure. So, as men step into their masculine, the women will be able to step back into their feminine, yep. and the balance will come back again. Okay. okay. So that's probably what you were experiencing was that shift in energy for women. They become more aggressive. Therefore, they're like, "You're a bloke. I'm now in my masculine energy. I'm just going to take you, you know, sure. caveman okay. style, okay, or cavewoman style." <laughs> so that would have been a big contributor to that. So. Going back to where I was. So that's one of the the things you want to remove. Okay. Is that having expectations. Yep. The other thing you want to make sure you bear in mind Mm. is a date is just an opportunity to get to know someone. So true. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, you can get to know someone really quick or you can take your time with it. It's up to you. It's a journey. So... You get, do get people that want to take their time, they want to get to know people over a number of dates and then others that are like, there's two or three dates, that's enough. Let's date, let's be in a relationship. So it's up to you, there's no right or wrong number because sure. I've had people say to me, what's the right amount of dates? Yep. It's like, it's a personal thing. Yep. Some people want three, some people want 30. Sure. So it's what you're comfortable with. Spot on, don't yeah. disagree. And that's that. the thing, and no if one. you've got a, a belief that, I need X amount of dates or X amount of time, or I need to get to a certain level of comfort. Yep. And that person's then pressuring you to go against your guidelines. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to consider are they really the right person for me? Yeah, sure. You know, especially sure. if they're really coming in heavy. Mm. Um, the other. But, thing, oh,
0: I found that the, well, my point was like, okay, they're coming in heavy, but there's also that aggression that comes in of feeling rejected. They seem to feel rejected. And, you know, you try and be nice about it, right? Yeah. You, know? Um, you know, I I got married way too quick. It's as simple as that. And I've, I've done it, you know, um, twice, you know, two occasions, two and a half, you know, marriages. <laughs> um, and so I went, okay. Like, you've got to be real, and you've got to look at yourself and go, clearly I'm the problem here, right? Okay? In my well, case... We are the common denominator yeah, exactly in our right. relationships. Yeah, exactly right. My problem is I'm choosing really poorly because I'm rushing into things, right? Yeah. And, you know, I like that honeymoon period too much. So I want to get into it and, you know, That's whatever. It. So when you make a conscious decision not to, and you actually think, okay, yeah, know well, I've grown up, okay? Um, it's, just, it's, it's sad in my eyes that... When you try and be respectful to someone, they see it as some sort of slight. And, and again, we're moving into the,
1: the psychology of this. Okay. We all want to be loved. Mm-hmm. We all want someone to love. Yep. Because those two scenarios yep. are very enticing. Sure. So sometimes we can find someone who seems a good enough match... Mm-hmm. So what you were saying, you jumped in too early. Yep. They seem right. Sure, we just haven't done the homework to find out if they actually are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, we, we jump in, like you said, a little bit quick. Yep. We haven't done the homework, yeah. and then we go, oh, oh, maybe I shouldn't have oh. done. By then, it's too late.
0: I don't do the homework. I don't read the book. I tell you right, if it came in a brochure, I would go that way. I want it quick. You know, well, a one-page brochure, yeah, exactly. front and back, <laughs> exactly. maybe. Oh, look, now you're pushing it. <laughs> I'm talking one side. But all right. But yeah it's uh, yeah I think that um I think you really need to spend the time and you have to invest the, invest the time is the more accurate term I think yes. in the, actually meeting that person and getting to know them rather than just meeting them because you're right I mean okay whatever time we've got in our lives let's not waste it okay mm. Look, you know what if you're in a relationship that's not working then yeah that, either make it work or get out spot on yeah yeah absolutely yeah um
1: God, I almost had it then. Oh, I do it to oh, you all the time, done it mate. again.
0: But I mean, look, it well it comes down to dating and, you know, the differences in dating and you're... Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's it. F-
1: there you go. I was, I was just... <laughs> you, you allowed me to find it again. It was in there rattling <laughs> away. So a lot of the time we will meet someone, and this has been one of my big frustrations mm-hmm. for a number of years when I have conversations with people, is I've developed a distaste right. for what I call vanilla conversation. yeah. All right, so what do you do for a job? Where do you live? And I was like, who cares? Find out about the
0: person. Spot on.
1: Um, I had a meet-up a while ago and for my new members, mm-hmm. all right? And I met this bloke and he goes, oh, you're Wayne. I've, I've heard you don't like vanilla conversation. I'm like, no, I loathe it. <laughs> and he goes, all right, well, hit me with one of your non-vanilla questions. And I said to him, all right, what's the biggest challenge you've ever overcome? And he goes, a 16-year meth addiction. Bam. And I was like, wow. He's And we suddenly – no, we suddenly oh, had this conversation yeah, all yeah. about how we overcame it yeah. and all of this. And, and then yeah. the
0: ladies have got to be impressed. I mean, look, that man, he knows about commitment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, exactly. yeah, true. That's one way of looking at it. Probably not a good commitment,
1: though. But the the thing that came out of that mm-hmm. was I learnt a, a lot about him in a really quick period of time. Sure. All right. Yeah, wow. And at the end of it, he said, I haven't had a conversation like that ever. Wow. Because I didn't judge him. Mm -hmm. I listened to him. I asked questions. I was curious. All of the things I needed to be doing to find out about him. Now, if we did that now dating, Mm -hmm. so instead of doing the, you know, what do you do for a job – who cares? Because all you end up would have someone whinging for bloody two hours about their <laughs> bloody job and venting. Don't need that shit. You, there's better ways to find out about the person.
0: I absolutely could not care less. If I met a girl, what she does for a living means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing to me. Yeah.
1: It's about yeah. two minutes of conversation oh, at best.
0: Exactly. I want to know what makes a tick.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. What made you who you are now? Yeah. 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 So there's. So many good questions you can ask to find out about someone. Yep. Uh, And I've proven this again and again with clients and asking all sorts of full-on questions and finding out about people a lot. Okay. You know, I've got one of my meetup events where I've got two books that have got 400-odd questions in it. Right. And some of of them are pretty confronting. Okay. They do, however, allow you to learn about a person really quick. (laughs) So... I do encourage anyone that's on a date, don't ask the boring questions. Yeah. Stay away from them. Venture out into the deeper waters. Start looking for something that's interesting about the person. Yep. You know, ask them about somewhere they've always wanted to visit and then ask them why.
0: Why? Ask the greatest them what their question in the world is why.
1: Why? Oh, love the question yep. why. Um Ask them what their ideal job is. If they didn't have to worry about qualifications Mm -hmm. or money or any of that, what would they love to do? And it's amazing how much people reveal themselves. Just in simple questions like that.
0: We are all about revealing people. So...
1: Well, ah. Yeah, well, their <laughs> internal
0: workings, maybe not the external. Sure, speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 All right, mate. Believe it or not, we've hit the end of the show. Bloody hell. It always know, comes around too it quick. It does, it does. Um, thank you very much for tonight. Now, um, obviously, we've got a show next week and we've got the replay on Sunday. What time on Sunday? By at 2pm. <laughs> I won't get you to do the uh, radio um, little, uh, you know, your, your, your artistic, um, who who'd you sound like last time? Howard Stern. Uh, oh, you Howard God. Stern? Oh, <laughs> the old shock jock. Yes. Absolutely. So, look, thank you again, mate. But uh, looking forward to SSA next week. And for those who have missed the show tonight, uh, yes, or you probably listen to it right now on a Sunday. Fantastic. Well, the
1: other thing as well, I've mm. got it on my podcast. Oh. If they
0: want to go looking for that. Jeez, it's almost like I was prompting you to say that.
1: Funny, that is. Fantastic. Isn't it?
0: Where can we find you there?
1: Wayne Brown, Life Back on Track. Just Fantastic. type that in, and pretty much the first thing to come up on my podcast. So. There
0: you go. Awesome. See you next week. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Bye.